Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With your boy Oak. And your girl Rocky. What's good, people? Hey, good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday morning. The sun is shining. We finally get in this <sighs> sense of spring weather. It's a beautiful day. And uh, last week, we went to the Bernie Sanders rally in San Francisco. Oh. That was last Sunday. That's why we didn't do... Mm. Um, the episode and you know we have been doing the healthy relationship series and it's just more and more stuff is coming out politically we're trying to hold on so we can wait until like people actually start campaigning and we can actually like talk about stuff right but, but <laughs> it's just so much stuff is going on man yeah, we, so many people are so uh like uninformed about yeah. these things and we can't the propaganda is already real. Like they already going. We so need stuff we to change. We need right. things to happen. We need action. So I, I don't have time for the uninformed or the misinformed. Right. I just, we need to start getting the information out of what actually is what. Right. Okay? So. That being said. That leads us to today. <laughs> America is number one. Or that's what we want to think. Right. Because when people have this conversation of America's number one, America's number one, that's their opinion. That's not necessarily the facts. So today, we're going to look at some facts and not Ooh. just your opinion. Ooh, look at that. Mm. Now, before we get started with these facts, let's remember that studies like this have a large margin margin of error. So when you're looking at these studies, you always want to think about how are they being measured? Okay? When you're thinking about how something is being measured, you need to look at the population. You need to look at the length of the experiment, if there was any or study or was there any different um, time periods that they took the same kind of estimation. Mm -hmm. um, what else would they have to look into for measurement? Um, well, yeah, it depends on like what exactly they're talking about. But like a lot of the consistent ones are like the ones that you mentioned, um, just making sure that some of the basics are covered when it comes to demographics. Mm -hmm. um, just some outlying factors that just making sure that your bases are covered when it comes to like the and, we'll, and we'll talk we'll discuss each one as they come yeah. up and how they're being measured and things like that right but just to say this is not an exact science sometimes they're measuring things in a way that doesn't need to be measured that way and that's a lot of the argument actually yeah. is that the way that we're even measuring uh some of the outcomes like measuring number one yeah. how do we measure number one right <laughs> aren't really beneficial to the reality of most people so like mm -hmm. we're saying we're number one but in what ways? Exactly. That's how we're going to, you know, break it break down. It down. Right. Yeah. So that being said, um, America, the United States of America is a first world country. So what the fuck does that mean? So we're going to turn to Google 
Google. Google has the answers to everything. Okay. <laughs> that's that's the model. All right. So basically, <laughs> this shit went down after World War II, <laughs> and this is from NationsOnline.org. Um. So first world refers to the so-called developed capitalist industrial countries. Um. And it's consisting of North America, Western Europe, Japan, and Australia. Now, they also have a second world class in here. And I've never heard of that. All all I heard was first world and third world or developed countries and developing countries. Um, So that's the only things that I had heard. But they said uh, second world refers to communist socialist industrial states. Um, so that's like Russia, Eastern Europe, some of the Turk states, as well as China. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I did not know, you know. <laughs> and when you're look, when you're fact checking, you always want to look for the same thing on multiple sites, so you can get different perspectives, different reporting styles, that kind of thing. Um, so th- I'm not doing all of that. You all feel free. <laughs> I just went on the internet as opposed to using my brain, as some of you do. So, um, third world countries are developing countries. Um, So, it's usually Africa, Asia, and Latin America that's more associated with these concepts. Mm. Third world. Um, So, the term third world includes as well capitalists, ergo Venezuela, and communists, ergo North Korea countries, as well as very rich countries ergo saudi arabia and very poor ergo mali countries damn so that's how are they considering a third world developing like saudi arabia is a rich country Mm -hmm. and yet it's a third world country the fuck I don't know. I guess it, again, goes back to the measurements piece, which is going to be like... Ergo, white people are deciding this shit. That's that's what it is. White people are deciding this shit. So oh, yeah. They are the ones who it, are... Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's how Saudi Arabia, which is a rich country, everybody knows, like, all that area is, like, whoo, and money. You know? Yeah. And why China is in a first world? Like, sure, it's communist, but... Technology and I guess I, I they, mean I don't they're, know. They're the ones making everything. We get most of our product so, from China. So, so how the fuck are they not like? I guess the only argument I can see is that there's a disparities between like most of the people there, but we have the same thing. It's just yeah, man, it's just masked in capitalism, mm-hmm. so it doesn't look as bad. Like we we have a dictator right now. What's the damn difference? <laughs> so anyways. Uh, use these terms with a grain of salt. <laughs> so, what's up next? All right. So, now that we have established that the U.S. is a first world country, I want us to compare us to other fucking first world countries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am fucking tired of comparing of people comparing the United States of America to third world countries. That's that's jumping like compared to these definitions. Obviously, they're not in the same tier. So why the fuck are we comparing uh, ourselves to them? Like compare our compare the United States of America to other first world countries. What the fuck's wrong with you? Stop bringing up Venezuela. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the dumbest talking point and 
at this point, if you say it, it's just like, all right. Oh, you know nothing? Okay, great. Yeah, basically. Because... And and we'll be as we're going through these, we'll be discussing other first world countries and how they compare to the United States. And it's like y'all obviously didn't Google any of this. <laughs> this is all in your head. It's all stuff that you could really look up easily. Google. We and are in the age of information, stuff, people. You know. Eh. And this again, it's not like we're fucking experts oh, on oh. on statistics or anything. It's no, just like no. the stuff is laid out. Yeah. But I will say, when you're looking up, um, when you're researching these facts and checking your sources, when mm. we are talking about consider the measurements, also consider who's funding this study. Very much so. Because, because everybody has a uh, bias. Motive, yes. <laughs> for why they're studying certain things. Exactly. And what, and what yeah, like you said, what money is being put into that study mm-hmm. and that research. And honestly, propaganda is real. So uh, propaganda is too real out here in these streets. In the United States, propaganda is real. Yeah, it's bad out here. Jeez, women, you think you buy all that makeup and all those beauty products just because you want to? Nah, they made you feel ugly about yourself. Mm-hmm. And then so go said go buy this. Anyways. All right. Um, so next, after we labeled the first world countries, I wanted to talk about democratic socialist countries because everybody is on Bernie Sanders talking about, oh, my God, a socialist. Oh, my God, a socialist. And it's like you're forgetting democratic socialist, you motherfuckers. Purposely, because, you know, if you try to actually go at his policies mm. on merit mm. about what he's actually saying. Instead of trying to twist it into something else, making a straw man argument, then you know you would lose. And that's the whole point. Just like the same thing when they do things with AOC with the Green New Deal, yeah. attacking that oh shit. My God. And it's like making up the most. You, out, yeah, there's just no just facts. Making up bullshit. Just emotional reasoning based on nothing. Just making <laughs> up a whole bunch of bullshit no, yeah. with no regard to the truth. And we'll talk about that mm. later on. But yeah, so that's what they do, man. That's yeah. what they do. So. Propaganda is real. Propaganda is real. <laughs> and I would also want to say that you people need to, again, pick up the fucking internet and see that socialism is not the same as communism, which is not the same as fascism. Okay? Just because it's an ism don't mean it's the fucking same. <laughs> Stop being scared of, of a stuff. word. A lot of people just don't know what any of the terms mean, and nope. they just group them together with stuff that they don't like. That's all it is. It's like mm-hmm. anything you don't like, you label it that. And that's that's all. So that way you can dismiss the whole conversation while I having to go through any of these details. Because if you went through these details, you would see that America ain't number one. No. <laughs> but we will talk about what we are number one in. Mm-hmm. But back that. to this democratic socialist countries. Mm-hmm. We got. What we got. Armenia, Bolivia, Brazil, Croatia, Denmark, Ecuador, Finland, France, Germany, Greenland, Iceland, Ireland, Italy, Luxembourg, Moldova. I guess that's how you say it. (laughs) Netherlands, Nicaragua, Northern Ireland, Norway, Peru, Portugal, Serbia, Slovenia, Sweden, Tunisia, Tunisia, something. Sorry. T-U-N-I-S-I-A. Turkey, the UK, and Venezuela. Mm-hmm. 
Of these nations, so those are all democratic socialist countries. Of these nations, the countries that have a socialist party that serves as a governing, yeah, governing party are Armenia, Bolivia, Ecuador, Iceland, Nicaragua, Northern Ireland, Portugal, Serbia, and Venezuela. So the ones I was reading first mm-hmm. were under democratic socialism, the ownership of private property is, that's not what I wanted to read. Um, democratic socialism, it describes as a socialist economy mm-hmm. where production and wealth are collectively owned, but the country has a democratic system of government. Right. So the first one's democratic system of government, socialist economy, and the second ones were the socialist is both the economy and the, the governing party. Right. So basically the distinction is um, with those first countries that you listed, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, the government is socialized. So we're talking about healthcare. No, no, the government is democratic. Yeah. The, the what they do with and they interact. The economy with is socialist. With the first set or the second one? The first. The so, it's a socialist economy, a democratic government. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah, yeah. In, in in regards to like certain things will be socialized within the government, but mm-hmm. it's de- democratically approved. Yeah. Right. So, so meaning everybody's represented, elected, all that stuff. Right. Um, in the other countries, um, some of the products and everything else like that might be socialized because the government is socialist. Is socialist. Yeah. So like okay. they might literally make shoes or like, you know, they might literally make uniforms and stuff like that, like that for certain people um, for the, yeah. the country. So it's a lot more uniformed, and uh, that's why there's a lot of fear about that because mm-hmm. they feel like there's too much control. So, um, and we're not aiming for a socialist government, right? And that Venezuela would be one of the ones with the socialist government and socialist economy. That's not what we're shooting for. Right. We want we're shooting democracy. we're shooting for a democratic government with a Within socialist the lenses, economy. Exactly. So Within that's the that's like uh, Denmark, Norway, exactly. Sweden. Uh, Italy, France, Germany, Portugal, like big name, the UK, big names in Europe, mm-hmm. big countries. And they're doing first world countries. They're doing fine, as we we will see. And they're democratic in government and socialist in economy. Right. You are not comparing the U.S. to them because we will be we would be nothing. You are comparing us to third world countries that happen to be socialist, but you're confusing it with a socialist government and a socialist economy. Like, no, we don't want a socialist government. We want a democratic government. We like everybody being heard. You know? Facts. That's real easy. And this was brought to you by (laughs) worldpopulationreview.com. Could you bring up the email? What do you mean? Um, just account for when I do my stuff for later. It's on your phone. I texted mm-hmm. it to you. No, the email. I have something else for later. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's for later. All right. All right. <laughs> um, next, I wanted to talk about capitalists. Nope, nope, nope. Capitalist countries. Oh, it's on my phone. Too many things. In the meantime. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah. Oh, so same website. Uh, World Population Review, and this is the capitalist countries of 2019. Um, so this is from 
According to the 2017 Economic Freedom of the World Index, the top 50 capitalist countries ranked from highest score to lowest. Hong Kong, Singapore, New Zealand, Switzerland, Australia, Ireland, Estonia, United Kingdom, Canada, United Arab Emirates, or Emirates, whatever, Iceland, Denmark, Taiwan, Taiwan, <laughs> Taiwan, Ta- Taiwan, that's my cousin, uh, Luxembourg, Sweden, Georgia, Netherlands, then the United States, Lithuania, uh, Lithuania, uh, Chile, Mauritius, Malaysia, Norway, Czech Republic, Germany, Finland, South Korea, Latvia, Qatar, Japan, Israel, Austria. Damn, it's a lot of capitalist countries. <laughs> uh, Macedonia, Macau, Botswana, Vanuatu, or something. Romania, Uruguay, Rwanda, Jamaica, Kazakhstan, Colombia, Peru, Armenia, Poland, Malta, Bulgaria, Cyprus, St. Vincent, and Bahrain. Some of these I ain't even ever heard of. <laughs> but those are all capitalist countries. And again, they're scoring from highest to lowest, and United States isn't even in the top 10 of capitalist countries. Well, we're supposed to be number one in. No. Alrighty. So Yay. now. We're number one. We're not. <laughs> in capitalism, and nor in democratic socialism. So, we're so let's home. let's think about and talk about what we are number one in. What do you what do you think? Yeah, honest question. What do you think? We're we're actually, we're actually number factually one. number one in. Right, not what you heard. not what you made up in your head. Yeah, what you really think, knowing the life experience that you have within this country, or you know observations based on this country. You know, because most people. Had pretty rough. They don't see most of the wealth that uh, others are basking in. Yeah. So take a second. We'll give you five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Did you guess it? What's your answer? America is number one in incarceration. That's right. We lock motherfuckers up. More than anybody else. More than China, which has a lot more people than us. Huh, that's strange. Damn. And we already know who's the majority of the prison population. Black and brown folks. You already know that. Mm-hmm. And we're not even remotely half. Well, Latinos getting up there. They're they getting up there. Yeah. But um, black people know. You're <laughs> not that big a part of the... The total population in the United States. However, we are the majority in the prison population, and we're the number one in incarceration rate around the world. So, I have one site from Nation Master that um, has an an a list, but the date is two thousand three. So, I'm gonna do this one. That's from Statista. That's of July last year. So America was number one from the 2003 and from the 2018. Mm. Number two from 2003 was Russia. Um, From the 2018, it was El Salvador. So it looks like things are changing. And Russia is not even in um, the top five 
uh, from the 2018 one. So mm. it looks like things are changing for all except the U.S. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, it's not even the same ones. So from 2018, the most incarcerated, um, number one in incarceration was the U.S. Then it's El Salvador, Turkmenistan, Virgin Islands, which is still USA. Um, Cuba, mm. Thailand, Maldives. The Maldives? What are people doing in the Maldives? <laughs> Northern Mariana Ooh. Islands, which is also Damn. within USA territory. And the Virgin Islands, United Kingdom. Ooh. Yep. The top ones. Um, so that's what we're number one in, incarceration. Meanwhile, Japan has a mysteriously low crime rate. Um, so I have heard that Japan has a gun safety law, mm -hmm. um, but I can't, I didn't look that up for this. I just recall reading that. Um, yeah, but I don't think they have any, like, I think it's very, very strict over there. Like, yeah, no and, and, and that's what this article was saying. Um, so... Japan has produced one of the lowest crime rates in the world. The country has 127 million people, yet street crime is almost unheard of. And the murder rate is only lower in tiny Monaco and Palu. And the use of drugs is minimal compared to other industrialized countries. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. But I did read that it used to, I don't know if it's still true, have a high suicide rate. They do. And that's because of the levels of stress. Overworking themselves. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they do have a high suicide rate, but mm. ours is going up, but I don't, I don't know what yeah, it compares definitely going to. Um, it's a lot of the men. Yeah. That's what you're starting to notice. Like, that's why just, all these women are like, where is that? Well, they are uh, no, suffering. We, we still have a high um, crime rate, though. Like, our crime is ridiculous. And in and, yeah. and that conversation, people want to say, well, people are going to still get it. Yes, but a lot less people. Okay, mm -hmm. and then um, sure. and then it's like we're not saying you can't have your guns. We're just saying, you know, take a drug test, take a mental status exam, you know, have a background check as far as your criminal record. Have a training course about how to actually use the weapon correctly. Mm. And maybe if you don't pass that course, maybe you shouldn't have a gun, or at least you're. You should be limited about uh, with a, like a how much you should carry or like mm -hmm. what type of bullets. Maybe get like a starter. I'm all with. Uh, I think Andrew Yang had this idea. We'll talk a little bit more about him on um, some other subjects. Uh, yeah, but um, about having the gun with the se the sensor on it with your the fingerprint. fingerprint? Mm -hmm. That's perfect. Like have that. There's no way anyone can unlock it except you. Then everybody has. That one gun for them, if if anybody touches it, they just can't use it. Perfect. I don't see why that's being banned. I mean, I get, I guess, capitalism. Back to not Oh, to uh, the gun. NRA owns the government, yeah. and they're paying off the politicians to make sure that your children keep dying in schools. That's another thing that you're going to notice is a lot of this stuff is tied to uh, big business. Like the prison industry. When we're talking about yes. all these crimes... Half of the people that are locked up are for non-violent, mm -hmm. listen, to, listen to this phrase, non-violent drug offenders. 
Nonviolence. And you have to understand that the prison industry is meant to traumatize people. Right. It's not it's about, meant to it's about healing anybody and trying to rehabilitate. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's a very punitive system that takes away you your go. humanity, enslaves you, and then puts you back into the world where nobody wants you. Right. And then the discrimination, like you're saying, after you actually served your time, yeah. paid your debt to society. Like, what jobs can you get? I treat you like trash. Like, you're yeah. a stain on the... Um, existence of the country like oh you're an ex-con and then it's like they barely ask what for (laughs) you know it's just bad this is a bad situation it's all for fucking money because they know it's a revolving door that's how they keep getting that money going that's why they have certain policies that demonize certain communities no matter what over and over and over again if it wasn't the war on drugs then now it's immigration Mm -hmm. it's like they always find a way because they know locking people up is big business Mm -hmm. And we do want to point out that Bernie Sanders and a couple of the other candidates um, have said no more private prisons, had said right. no more war on drugs, have yeah, said that. that the criminal justice reform needs to end. Uh, Bernie Sanders said at his rally mm-hmm. to end cash bail because yep. um, you're keeping poor poor people in prisons just because oh. they can't afford to get out. Right. Like, yeah. So, and and I, I do think you hit it on the head, like, where we need to go mm-hmm. is rehabilitation. Right. Like, you need to heal people. A lot of hurt people hurt people. Okay? So, and then poverty makes crime go... Poverty rates and crime rates are, like, directly correlated, people. Come on. Uh, like, come on. <laughs> you know? Fuck are, what are we talking about? We already know the solutions to these problems. Exactly. It's so, not like we're like, oh, what do we should, what should we do? We have so much research. Again, we just looked through all this stuff. Just what, the fuck? what are we doing, people? What are we doing? This is just, dang, y'all getting me frustrated. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> we got issues in this country, people. We got issues. Ah. This is bad, man. So we need to rehabilitate people and have jobs and have sustainability so we don't have poverty and, and things like that because we, yeah, people, there would be less crime if we took care of people. And if that means their mental health, you know, a lot of people have been through trauma and they aren't able to not react right they can't deal with it in uh, a healthy way because yeah. they've never been taught anything different exactly like, there's no resources to know about what trauma or, is. exactly or access to that healing you know and this is we'll go into our our free universal health care point this needs to happen exactly fix your shit right so again nobody's and then nobody's taking away your fucking um what's nine millimeter gun <laughs> right. No yeah, one is yeah. taking that shit away. What we want to ban is assault rifles. Yeah, Why the fuck <laughs> do you have that in any territory that's not in a war territory? Like what? What do you need that for? Because you don't need that for hunting deer, baby. We know what it's for, man. Exactly. Stockpiling weapons and shit. Get off, like. <laughs> understand that it's all emotional. It's not factual. What you're trying to argue. Okay. You know how many times, like, and this is all throughout the last administration, you know how many times they all lied and said, 
Obama's gonna put y'all in like lock y'all in FEMA camps and and do all this other crazy shit. He left. All that shit was bullshit. Are you gonna admit that all that was bullshit? No, you're gonna keep on going to the next conspiracy mm-hmm. and keep and, ha- and how many people? And how many people have to die? Exactly. Like how many schools? How many just public spaces? Can we not feel safe because our government won't take care of us? That's that's what the government is saying. The government is saying, fuck you and your children. I don't give a shit about you. I hope you die. Literally. The government is supposed to be representing the 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 people. people. We're in a fucking democracy. Where's my representation? Where are the people who care about me and my children? Not fucking corporations. We know. The jig is fucking up. It's not a fucking... Nobody's surprised anymore. Nope. Stop trying to... All this bullshit about faking it as if we can't see this shit. We all know what the fucking game is. So, I'm calling on everybody watching to for real just get their shit together, open your eyes up, and let's make moves. Especially during this election season. Political moves along with other actions on the ground. But it starts with you actually knowing about the stuff that we're talking about right now. Like America not really being number one in a lot of this shit. Being number one in incarceration instead. <sighs> Sorry, y'all. We got Yeah, we it. got a little... Uh, <laughs> All right. I happens, wanted to give you another number one. I'm trying to find it. I forgot where it went. Oh, is this us? Um, so on the usnews.com, mm-hmm. the United States of America is number one in power. Ooh. What does that mean? What attributes are being um, considered when ranking the U.S. as number one in power? Okay. A strong military. So I got, I, I guess that one, you know, mm-hmm. that, that kind of makes sense. You're strong. You're able to defend yourself. That makes a little bit of sense. Mm-hmm. Cool. Strong international alliances. Uh, okay. I don't know if that's true now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's the case now, but uh, maybe at one point. And again, a lot of the first world countries in Europe are outranking us in other just pretty much everything. Yeah, just <laughs> anything that's related to caring about the people, they outrank us. Yeah, so, caring about people. Yeah. So it's like, why would they want a relationship or an alliance with us? For what? Um, Economically influential. Okay. I'm starting to notice a pattern, but okay. Politically influential. Okay. A leader. So vague. And this is from usnews.com. Okay, so we're number one in power. People are scared of us. Yeah, they are scared of us. With the strong military being the number one reason. We're fucking terrorists. <laughs> like our we're, government. We, you're not, not we. I ain't doing shit. The government. <laughs> the government of the United States of America is a terrorist. Don't put that shit on me. And they've been terrorizing. Hello, look at colonialism. That's all terrorism. The fuck? <laughs> right. Like... You're terrorizing other countries for their resource that is limited. Hmm. All for money. 
All right, let's see what else. Well, okay, so another thing we thought that the US was number one in is obesity, but we're not actually, which is kind of interesting. Um, so this is from World Population Review. So the US is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve on adult obesity. And the countries that are above it are like small islands that mm-hmm. we won't necessarily know the names of. Um, the only one that is familiar to me is Samoa, um, maybe Tonga, um, and then Kuwait. Mm-hmm are the ones above the United States as far as obesity, um, which I was finding interesting because I would think, you know, the islands, it wouldn't be obese. No. So <laughs> so I guess the rationale behind some of that is just like they don't care about that. They're not very superficial. They're very happy. There's mm. Food is very much part Abundance. of the culture. Yes. Right. So it's like eat, be married. We're and, not, and, and we're not worried about who looks skinny. And it was interesting because like, like, you know, yeah. back in the day in Africa and in different countries mm-hmm. in Africa, that was a sign of your wealth, how big yeah, you how were. Yeah, how big you were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So if you had some thick, you know, some thick thighs, had a belly, you're like, oh, okay, I see you. Mm-hmm. Got that money. You, you eating good, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, I see you play. All right, I'll see you next week. That's how it used to be. Now, why do we have obesity in the United States? You can quote me on that. <laughs> uh, because of all these damn fast food restaurants. Preservatives, fucking soda. Artificial everything. All that goddamn <laughs> sugar. Yeah. Um, so, we eat like shit. Now, mind you, uh, you. You watch those videos. You always watch Yeah, my, my first question when I was younger and I started learning slowly about the government and political stuff, I was like, now, mind you, I probably was in high school, if not middle school. I don't know when I learned about this shit. But <laughs> but I was like, why is the Food and Drug Administration together? Mm-hmm. Like, why is our drug administration anywhere near our food? Like, why are they? Those should be two separate entities. Like, why are you together? Well, people. Big Pharma and health insurance companies profit off our slow death. Yep. So how can they make us continuously sick and not provide a cure? What we ingest in our bodies daily. It's the most consistent way. Like the best way to poison someone Mm -hmm. slowly. Mm -hmm. They don't notice. They can't react until it's too late. It's the easiest way to infect the population without them really knowing. And you can do it with small happy characters that smile and make you feel good when you drink or when you eat, whatever it is. And they attract your kids. Yeah, the propaganda be Mascots. for your children. Mm, the toys. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then if you look at black neighborhoods or low-income neighborhoods, food deserts, um, food deserts all you have is fast food, fast food restaurants and liquor stores. That's it. There's no health food markets. No fresh vegetables yeah. at all. No Mm-mm. fresh fruit. No nothing. Nothing that can come off of a damn tree. Nothing that's natural. Mm-hmm. Everything has preservatives. Everything has something else going. It's just bad. Oh, we had a comment. I didn't even see that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I... Number one in racism. <laughs> um, I don't... I don't know. I mean, I would assume that, that the U.S. is number one in racism. 
But now we are. I mean, the whole world has been colonized. Anti-blackness is global, so I don't know. Yeah, no, we 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 perfected this shit here. Yeah, because even the United Kingdom is different. Like they still got their stuff, but they're different. No, like when they say like the hatred piece, mm-hmm. that shit was in like slavery. Like it was yeah. like a. Well, they took it to a different level. Slavery was different in the United States. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they took it to a different level. A, so a psychological level. Yeah. Something's wrong with those. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we have. So that. I'm thinking we're number one in. And then, um, we're we are number one in childhood obesity. Um, according mm-hmm. to the OECD.org from 2013-2014. So again, they're coming for you, kids. Yeah, man, you gotta protect them uh, and form good habits. It all starts with good eating habits when they're younger. Yeah. Because um, that's gonna be the building blocks uh, of what they do once they reach their age of adulthood. And also, think about the, the school systems. And this is one thing um, when we go into education mm-hmm. um, is what makes a good educational environment and it's like these our school lunches and our schools oh, are terrible trash. there is like Yo, no, the trash. no nutritional value at all when you look at other Bruh. countries and what they're serving their kids for lunch like it's so much more nutritious oh that's what i'm saying like you see those videos i was trying yeah to those videos we see like them eating meals from other countries yeah right? you see the difference i do Bruh. a lot greener what <laughs> Like most of most of our school lunches, which is the same thing they're feeding Sloppy our prison Jones. populations, Yo, are high in star- high in starches and um oh the God. dairy, the dairy industry. God, you don't need dairy, people. Black and brown people, you become lactose intolerant as an adult for a I'm reason. That, that is what you are naturally supposed to do. We're not supposed to tolerate lactose. That's only for children when they're drinking their mother's breast milk. That's it. It's white people who are able to sustain and survive with, um, I guess, that ability to tolerate lactose. Um, it may be because, and again, I, this one I'm just throwing out there. Is it? No facts on this one. The rest of the stuff, facts. <laughs> this theory. Um, because maybe in those northern populations when they didn't have any vegetables, know, vegetables or, or like meats because the use, animals wouldn't have a nation. more milk. For nourishment and protein, yeah. So they so were I'm able guessing, to yeah. pass it down to the generations because that's right. how they survived. That's what I'm guessing. So kind of pans out. You know, it's it's starches, it's dairy, and then um, a lot of bread too. That's mm-hmm. still starch, but mm-hmm. potatoes. It's barely any meat, and then there's barely any vegetables, and there's damn sure no fruit. We may have a fruit cup. How much sugar is in that? Yo. So I used to like fruit cups though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's like concentrate on the food that we are eating mm-hmm. and how much access we have to fresh food. Like the, the the food pyramid is a lie. The majority of the things that you need are vegetables and then fruits. Vegetables and fruits, my dude. Maybe that's some it. grains and like actual grains. You know, we can balance it. Don't go crazy. You but know? most of your diet, vegetables and fruits. It's just, like that's if you go to other countries where is. they have low obesity rates, that's what they're eating. Right. Morning, noon, and night. And the problem is, because we're not used to that, we 
know how to cook fucking vegetables. You know how people don't know how to see. That's why, like, we're both vegetarians, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, how? How? Tell me how." I shut it the fuck up. That's how. Mind you, when I grew up in my American household, um, we had three (laughs) three types of things on our plate. We had the meat, Mm. we had the vegetables, and we had the starch. How big? I meat was the biggest. (laughs) Exactly. Veggies and starch were about equal. Okay, but that was it. You know, he probably was like, <laughs> yeah, and that's the American diet. It wasn't until I, I started becoming a vegetarian that I was like, well, I have to throw away everything I learned Flip because it. we didn't even cook up the vegetables like that. It was salt and pepper. That was it. Nah, I do a lot more. <laughs> right? Like, like hey, it, hey, you know, mix different things. A, and then it was like one vegetable, not even two. The, yeah. So anyways, you, food and health directly correlated. Food and drug. Food and health. <laughs> okay. It's literally the what you're putting into your body. The, the energy that you're kill consuming. It's either going to, like you said, yeah, energy, right? Yeah. It's either going to make you feel great or mm-hmm. you're going to be like, oh, Exactly. All right. So now that we've talked about, oh, did you want to talk about economy? All right. Okay. So. Because everybody says we're number one in economy, oh, we're number God. one in economy. Let's talk about economy. We really need to talk about this. The reason why like the economy is so important is because, uh, like you're saying, a lot of the time we based our number one we're the shit concept on the fact that we have so much fucking money. But I don't think that's a good. And Andrew Yang talked about this again before. I don't think that's a good measure mm-hmm. of our actual well-being as a country. So there's this thing called GDP. Everybody has heard about Break GDP. It down. So gross deficit. Nope. nope. Gross domestic product. It's right. cool. It's cool. Gross domestic product. Right. Gross domestic product. So the best way I could break this down is through two basic ways of. Uh, being in the economy, either providing a good uh, or a service, uh, okay. right? Like a product or a service, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. So, um, those are the two ways that people do it. So, basically, if you combine how everybody is who's selling their business for and everybody the product, product. so like us with therapy and, and, and okay, so that's a service. That's a service, Boom. and then. Um, I guess with your music, that would be a product. That would be a product. Also, okay. smartproduction.com. Plug. Woo! Bottom beats. Bottom beats. Bow, bow, bow. Oh, it's a smart progression. Bow, 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 bow. All right. Um, yeah, so that would be a product. <laughs> so service and product. So gotcha. service and product. So you can combine all the services and all the products, mm-hmm. roughly speaking. that That's where the, the trick comes in mm-hmm. uh, of the uh, economy. And you combine all those. Mm-hmm. That's your GDP. So the reason why our GDP is so high is because we fucking Americans, we work our motherfucking asses off. And that's what it did say. It said we were like high in um, entrepreneurship. We produce, Mm -hmm. dog. We produce when it comes to services, when it comes to content, when it comes to all this. That's why we have so many options, even though they're in monopoly fashion. (laughs) Like we have so many people who are creating content, so many musicians and so many uh artists and stuff like that mm-hmm. but they're usually under one umbrella like a disney or a viacom mm-hmm. or etc etc et so one person owns all right work. but it's like so many people that have all that talent and all that stuff that's producing the content but only one person's over it owning it owning all of that shit and that's where the gdp shit gets fucked up because we're measuring how much everybody's creating but we're not measuring how it's divided up yeah 
See what I'm saying? Because And then, yeah, because the people that are getting the most money isn't the person who's creating the content. At all. Yeah. So it's just like at your job, if you're getting paid below minimum wage, but your work is actually producing, making the company like four times minimum wage, <laughs> like you should be getting paid at least minimum wage mm-hmm. and that's why the gdp shit is kind of fucked up when it comes to measuring the economy because it doesn't measure how everyone's doing it's just measuring how much everyone's producing i could be producing over and over and over again but if you're draining my body of all my existence and my essence and i'm dying <laughs> like i'm on my last breath does that mean that i'm doing well fuck no it means i'm tired as hell and i need some return so i can actually rejuvenate myself and that's what we all need basically as a country. That's why the GDP is all fucked up. Yeah, but we are number one. Man. We're number um, three in entrepreneurship. Number three. In yeah. the so the that makes sense. Out man. of the countries, we're number three of entrepreneurship. Um, was there anything you wanted to say about edu- economy? Um, other than the breakdown of GDP piece, uh, there are a couple other things when it comes to comparing us to other nations, right? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to GDP, we're number one. But number two, right on our ass, <laughs> guess who? China, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, we get everything from them, so, <laughs> that, so that's what that I'm saying. Made in China. <laughs> in, in, in a few years, like like literally maybe 2020, <laughs> we're talking about in the next 10 to 20 years. And don't we owe them money? Oh, yeah, we owe them a lot of goddamn money. Oh, my God. Anyways, how, how is the number one? <laughs> But yeah, that's what I'm saying. In a few years, they're going to pass us on GDP because you got to think about it. All GDP is is like everybody in the country, their goods, all their services, add them all up, right? How many people are in China? All their services, all those goods. Think about it. Supply and demand. All that goddamn demand. (laughs) You got to supply it. (laughs) So, and they're exporting. We already know that. (laughs) So. Exactly. Their GDP is going to explode as, it, as their population just keeps on fucking growing. Mm. So, inevitably, they're going to have a higher GDP. So, once they surpass us in GDP, are we going to then say, like, oh, we're not number one in that. So, then we're not number one at all. Well, then that means that was a shitty measure. That just means that the only measure of that was population. That's what I'm saying. It's not a good measure of how the people are fucking doing. Mm-hmm. That's why our economy is kind of suffering right now. It's just bad. So behind them is China, and then uh, then after that is actually Japan. Well, Japan, yeah, they be they be doing stuff. Man, they be making it's hella productive. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. So we're going back to like, but they're they, stressing themselves out to a high suicide. Right. Rate. So this goes right back to what we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. Their suicide rate was high because hella productivity. They're not doing drugs and not having no more sex. <laughs> Yeah, so they stressed out like a motherfucker, but they're producing crazy and, for and, such a small country in comparison to us in China. And that also goes into why our, our suicide rates are rising, and it's because mm. the, the companies don't care about their employees. The people don't have benefits, no people don't care. have family leave, don't have health care, and it's like we're stressed out. Millennials have to work two, three jobs just to make ends meet. The wages are not matching the cost of living, so it's like people are getting fucking stressed. Ain't right no fucking to access shit. to mental health so healthcare so yeah 
Yeah, and then everybody's trying to do, nobody's trying to hire anybody full time because they know they'll have to provide healthcare. Exactly. So that's what I'm talking about with that whole gig economy shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, we could do this for a couple of hours, but no, we can't We can't go past a certain amount because then you're full time and like, no, benefits mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-mm. It's fucking up everybody. So now nobody has an actual job that they can take pride in because mm-hmm. it's risky because they don't have the health insurance to pursue what they want. It's a fucked up situation. Uh, then after that, we have Germany, which is producing a lot. Their GDP is uh, 4.17 trillion. And just for reference, ours is $19.3 trillion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we produce hella shit. You got to think about our exports. Entertainment. That's all I was like, about to say. That's what I was saying. Um, we also scored number four in cultural... The U.S. scored number four in cultural influence. I it's thought like, it would be number one. Right? I thought it would be higher. I don't know which countries are above us. But um, but it's like, yeah. With, I want to see how they measure that With one. our... Uh, hold <clears throat> on. Where'd it go? I was over here. Because that's... Um, they said... Uh, so this is what went into cultural influence. Mm-hmm. Prestigious... Cultural, significant in terms of entertainment, fashionable, trendy, modern, has an influential culture, happy. So, again, oh, how the fuck no, are you so measuring low, these? The low one? Happy. happy. <laughs> That's what fucked us up. Mm-hmm. I don't think our entertainers are happy. <laughs> yeah. So, We're happy with our entertainment. <laughs> you know, but, um, but yeah, so our entertainment is probably like our biggest export. And then, being in the Bay... Tech. Tech. The next yeah. thing, man. So we're on a whole new East We Coast. have Google, Facebook, Pixar. All coming from right here. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, we're exporting a lot. So yeah, 19.3 <laughs> The trillion. thing that I'm using right now to give y'all the facts is located an hour away. <laughs> Actually, it's it's that's like on a bus. Um. Yeah, and, and then lastly in the top five, rounding it all off, is the UK. And there's only 2.9 trillion. So again, in comparison, two point nine trillion is five. And we're, we're at nineteen. 19. Mm-hmm. So we do have a high economy, but so I'm saying we're producing a lot of shit. Who but owns uh, it? who owns it, baby? Who owns? Who's getting it? all that money? Not us. So ain't that enough? But yeah. So that's what the economy needs. We need to shift our focus. And Andrew Yang was talking about that. Just shifting our focus. Mm-hmm. We concentrate so much on GDP. And then that becomes the lens from which we look at everything. And that skews everything off. Because GDP is not a great measure of how everyone's doing. Mm-hmm. So, dead that shit. Measure people by other things. One of those things we should talk, start talking about now. With so, what, who is the number one country? So, usnews.com, mm-hmm. an overall ranking of best countries. Best country. Um, based on a variety of metrics, number one in the world is Switzerland. Behind that, Japan. Mm. Japan, high up on there again. Number three, Canada. Number four, country. And number five, United Kingdom. Uh, U.S. marks number eight in best countries overall. Above us is Sweden and Australia. So we are not the the number one best country in the world. Switzerland is. Who would have thought? We're not even in the top five. Not in the top five. In overall rankings. We got money though. Yeah, we got money. You see how Switzerland wasn't on the top five of GDP? 
but but the but they ain't got enough monies. But how could they be happy? Yeah. <laughs> but UK UK was a part of the top five of economy. They're mm-hmm. number um five in the best country five. overall. Germany was what number four or number uh, three? Yeah, number four. And that's number four best country overall. Mm-hmm. And um, so did you have like- Japan? Japan on there, and that's number two. So Japan was number two. Uh, number three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Germany so was number four. best country overall economy. What you doing, U.S.? What you doing? It's not that we don't have the resources. That's what I'm saying. It's how we're dividing up this shit. We got plenty of money for war. We got plenty of money for oil subsidies. We got plenty of money for fucking uh, bailing out bankers and mm-hmm. all this other bullshit. But we don't got money for canceling student debt. What? We don't got money for the Green New Deal. We don't got money to fucking address uh, health care for all uh, uh, Americans. Get the fuck out of my face. You choose not to address these things. You choose not to put money in these things that matter into the people because you choose to keep that shit by, uh, to yourself. But we about to switch this shit up and it starts with y'all recognizing that we ain't fucking number one in none of this shit. Um, GDP. So, so I have a couple of different um, sites. One is uh, from CNBC. And it's saying the 10 most educated countries in the world. Ooh, talk so, about this education. So education is... So we've talked about where America is number one and why and how to get out of that thinking. But also we want to talk about what other countries are number one in and where we want to like gain momentum right. as far as like we want to be higher up in these <clears throat> right these we want to actually rise yeah to... and that's the thing it's like we talk about america and we shit on america but america could be great could be yeah and it's like we just need to get there change right. our and our then, form of you thinking you don't get there by saying oh no we're great already we we're number just, one we should just we should just stop but hey, don't don't rock the boat don't mm-hmm. get that shit out of here it's like no we we have the access and opportunity to be number one we just got to change some things right we need to fix our priorities mm-hmm. again we have hella money you, when we talk about the top five in gdp we were tough <laughs> come on dog we talking about on the on the fifth four we are at fucking 19 19 trillion yeah Get down here, though. We produce hella shit. We just need to put our money where our mouth needs to be. And that's with the people. Exactly. So, um, education is one of the areas that we think countries should be judged on. Because sure. education of your children is literally, that's your future adults. Right, that's the next generation yeah. of your population. <laughs> you know? So That's how you're going to continuously Exactly. That grow. should for sure be a measure of a uh, nation's mm-hmm. fucking success. Yeah, for sure. So number one, according to CNBC.com, is Canada. Number two dream, is Japan. Japan again. Japan is always in the top five. Are you noticing this? Damn. Uh, with the lowest crime rate. Yeah. Uh, three is Israel, four is Korea, and five is United Kingdom. Israel, yeah. Israel has great programs, I heard. Mm. And then United States is six. Um, as far as looking at reading, maths, and science scores, mm. this is from theguardian.com. 
Uh, South Korea is first amongst reading, math, and science scores. Yeah, I see uh, South Korea. Finland is second. Canada is third. New Zealand is fourth. Japan is fifth. Australia is sixth. And then we are down, 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 and at 14th in Yay. reading, math, and science scores. We're number So... In measuring education, I think it's really tricky because sometimes people do just measure testing and That's how true. people um, do on those performance-wise. Um, so, like, you're reading math and science scores and things like that. Um, what I think needs to be considered is, I don't understand why this hasn't happened, but people who have studied child development need to be the ones in charge of implementing education programs. Because they understand what children need on a biopsychosocial level. Right. So not looking at it from just one narrow fucking lens mm-hmm. of ooh, testing. How many? How much information can we jam into mm-hmm. their fucking heads and memorize so we can show it off as if we're doing so well on the national stage or international stage? Yeah. No, fuck all that. Are the children learning, retaining, and actually growing within the development that they need and that, to? And that's the thing with testing. I remember just for the test, and then I forget it. Because it's not about learning. It's about passing the and, test. Right. You're actually reinforcing that within the child. Because the child, we already know children, they seek approval. It's mm-hmm. as part of their <laughs> just makeup. I, I got an A. And I have to break it down to my team clients. It's like, okay, what's the purpose of that grade? Right. To reflect what you know, but do you know everything that you're testing well on? Do you remember it? Do you know why you're learning it? Or do you see some like benefit from it? If you don't... How many kids say, why do I have to learn this? Right. And if you don't, <laughs> like, maybe we should actually explain that to you in a way. Oh, and I do. It's like it's foundation. You don't know where you're going to go career-wise, so it's good to have a foundation. Boom. However... Um, but we it, we are especially in the United States. Our education systems are from a Eurocentric perspective. So we are far. as we are one of what we're high in is we are one of the most diverse countries in the world, and yet we cater education the next generation of humanity in this country based on one group of people. Yeah, and not the greatest role models. <laughs> So, and y'all have seen that that meme where it's the different animals. You got a monkey, you got a fish, you got a snake, you got a bird, you got an elephant. And it's like the test is climb up the tree. Nigga, what? Right. (laughs) You know? Just looking like, Exactly. (laughs) So, what we should be looking as far as education, again, hitting those child developmental needs, um, is also incorporating education through play. Children mm-hmm. learn through play. So you expecting a five-year-old to sit down for seven hours while limiting recess, limiting arts education is stifling their growth. And then you put our little black boys who have a problem sitting down for seven hours on medication because they can't do what you want them to do. They were never meant to do that. All right. It's true. And again, being school to prison pipeline, again, funding the prison industry. Oh, yeah. They have the same fucking meal served at uh, public education systems as they do as private prisons. So, like, it, all of this is related, people. Okay? Interconnected. Exactly. Um, 
But yeah, and then we have more punitive measures in these school systems. So instead of like, huh, he needs to run outside a little bit longer Mm -hmm. versus he's being disruptive. Um, He needs to go to the principal's office. Now he's being suspended because of disruption to school and all this stuff. Like, how is that helping his learning? Exactly. Taking away his educational opportunities more. How the fuck would that help? It wouldn't. It would make him turn to life of crime because he can't get a job because he doesn't have the education behind it. Also, well, I was just about to say something. Oh, sorry, sorry. About you know that. I was changing the topic. Oh, the other thing I was gonna say is like um, our concentration on the tests is, is frustrating too. Something that Killer Mike touched on uh, during trigger warning, although not in the most eloquent way. But vocational stuff, man, like trades, actual trades mm-hmm. like. Having a, although with automation coming, well, sir, it depends on what trade it is. Like mm-hmm. certain trades are going to be safe, and that's what I'm saying. Like trades that are going to be of the future, mm-hmm. we need to trade. We and, need to trade them right now and, because, and, like, the shift that needs to happen exactly. in these next ten years is massive. And that's what people need to understand of how quickly automation <laughs> is taking over. And and Bernie Sanders made a good point at the rally. Mm-hmm. He said we should control technology, not have technology control us. Exactly. Okay, so we need to as um I saw on one and I think I posted it on Instagram Real's Facebook page, I'm not sure. But it was a video about the student talking to the teacher and it's like the educator's responsibility is to prepare a child for a future that does not yet exist. Mm, facts. And it's like I have a fifteen year old client and when she gets out of college she'll be twenty one, twenty two. So I was like, seven years. Your teachers are teaching you something right now that's supposed to help you seven years from now. Look at the past year and a half with Trump being in in that position. So much could change within one year, let alone seven. Right. And you're supposed to be preparing this child for the future adulthood. Like, and yet you're basing all of this on past generations, past educational structures. How are you helping the next generation of humanity in this country? How are you preparing them? Yeah, looking at it just from that perspective is is foolish. Yeah. It's just as foolish as, like, how we've been with, like, neglecting climate change for so long. Mm. The same thing, like you're saying. It's, like, certain things that we, if we don't pay attention to and prepare for within education, mm-hmm. we're going to fall behind massively. Not only as a country, but, like, yeah, neighborhood to neighborhood. We're talking about community to community. Yeah. And we're seeing it right in front of our eyes. Like these school systems, public schools, they're fucking terrible. Oh my God. So that being said, education also needs to consider different learning styles, different types of intelligences. Yeah. So people who learn through the arts use it. Yo, they cut <laughs> the arts. That's the first thing they cut. It's yeah. like, no, you idiots. That's the very thing that would stop it. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. No. Um, also, world schooling, um, showing kids the world and opening their perspective. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Study abroad stuff. Exactly. Just study outside of your goddamn neighborhood. <laughs> like mm-hmm. some some kids in the hood never get out of their neighborhood, y'all. Like for real, never been like eight eight blocks away from their house. Never. Not even playing around. Yeah. <laughs> so that being said. Education is one of the areas where countries need to be ranked because they are preparing the the children of that country for their future generations. 
and for the future stability of that country. Next, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. healthcare. Mm. Free universal healthcare. I don't want to hear nothing about no fucking Medicare for plus. Medicare for Free all. Free universal all healthcare. That's it. According to thebalance.com, out of the 33 developed countries, 32 have universal healthcare. Wait, hold on. Wait. So, wait. 33. Let me do the math. Because, you know, I'm American. We ain't too good at that. Because we still <laughs> on the fucking inches, yards, and miles when everybody else is on the metric system. Yeah, we, we're so, like, we're so <laughs> Like, you know I, I how it's Look at us like, why can't y'all get it together? Just, oh, my God. So out of the 33 developed so 33, countries, 32 have universal health care. I wonder who huh. doesn't huh. and who's making money off of not being a part of that. Back to capitalism. Oh, you start to know the trend. Most prisoners, private prisons. So let's look at it then. Unhealthy. So according to truecoastblog.com, again, feel free to double check this shit. I was just trying to get some stuff. Mm-hmm. This... <laughs> website put the start date of universal health care. Damn. All right. So let's find out which country has had the crazy, start date. Though. Okay. So Norway started a single payer universal health care system in 1912. Isn't Norway one of the happiest countries in the world? Mm-hmm. What? Because they focus on health and wellness mm-hmm. and family leave and mental, uh, mental health. As well, yes. a lot of concentration of mm. myself in the Nordic countries. They figured mm. out that that actually matters, and it's very um, useful for their population. Seeing as how it's very cold up there, so yeah. they have to focus on that. Having social environments, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. stuff that we just don't even focus on. Okay, nineteen twelve. Nineteen twelve, and it's two thousand nineteen, and we're still having an issue with it. Mm-hmm. Still not taking much health seriously. I meant free universal health care. Mm-hmm. Anyways, New Zealand started with a two-payer system um, in 1938. Sorry, two-tier um, health, universal health care system in 1938. Japan, up oh, here's another. Japan is just it, cranking it out, I tell you. Japan had started a single-payer universal health care system in 1938. Germany started a insurance mandate universal health care system in sorry I just moved my cursor in 1941. That's a good. Belgium started the insurance mandate universal health care system in 1945. United Kingdom started a single payer universal health care system in 1948. The United Kingdom universal health care in 1948. What the fuck is wrong with you America? <laughs> Our mother country got it together. What is you doing? You fucking greedy ass. Don't give a shit about nobody else but your damn self. Bitches. Shout out to those insurance companies. And Big Pharma. Oh, God. Can't forget Big Pharma. Kuwait, single payer, 1950. Sweden, single payer, 1955. Bahrain, Single payer, 1957. Brunei, single payer, 1958. Canada, single payer, 1966. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, Canada's a young country. Hmm. Netherlands, two-tier, 1966. Austria, insurance mandate, 1967. United Arab Emirates, single payer, 1971. 
Finland, single payer, 1972. Slovenia, single payer, 1972. Denmark, two-tier, 1973. Luxembourg, insurance mandate, 1973. France, two-tier, 1974. Australia, two-tier, 1975. Ireland, two-tier, 1977. Italy, single payer, 1978. Portugal, single payer, 1979. Cyprus, single payer, 1980. Greece, insurance mandate, 1983. Spain, single payer, 1987. South Korea, insurance mandate, 1988. Iceland, single payer, 1990. Hong Kong, two tier, 1993. Singapore, two tier, 1993. Switzerland, insurance mandate, 1994. Israel, two tier, 1995. And we are still questioning universal health care in 2019 for the United States of America. All these countries have had it since the 90s. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a socialist takeover of, of health care and their outcomes are so much worse than ours, except they're not. I'm done with you. Facts. All right, what's next? Renewable energy. Oh, God. (laughs) Since y'all have such an issue with the Green New Deal, when you have such an issue with converting 100% to renewable energy, let's look at the facts, shall we? Don't get me mad. (laughs) You're going to get me mad. Again, America's number one. All right, so um, Iceland generates the most clean electricity per person on Earth with almost 100% of its energy coming from renewable sources that make it the most of its unique landscape. Wow. Okay. Sweden, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, (laughs) United Kingdom, Germany, Uruguay, Denmark, China? They may be the world's largest polluter, but China is also the world's biggest investor in renewable energy with huge investments levels both at home and overseas. China now owns five of the world's six largest solar module manufacturing firms, the largest wind turbine manufacturer, the largest, the world's largest lithuanium ion manufacturer, mm-hmm. and the lithium, sorry, yeah. <laughs> lithium, yeah. um, and the world's largest electricity utility. Damn. Watch out for China. China and Japan. And that's why the GDP in the next five yeah, to ten yeah. years is going to jump uh, up. <laughs> Morocco. Uh, it says the United States has one of the world's largest installed solar PV capacities and installed wind energy capacity second only to China. Mm-hmm. Back when Obama was there. Now all that's getting defunded and we are kind of fucking up. Nevertheless, if most attention was paid to renewables over fossil fuels, it has been estimated that the U.S. could reduce its emissions by almost 80% in only 15 years without impacting on consumer electricity costs. Just like that. You notice it didn't say anything about taking over anything. It just said if you were to pay Pay attention. attention... To renewable energy over fossil fuels. That's it. Fucking Again, pay attention. fossil fuel industry is a company that owns our government because they're getting paid. Why do you think we're invading these countries without the approval of the people? Why do you think we're so interested in Venezuela? Iraq. Afghanistan. What's the other one after that? 
Um, Iran. We wanted to. We we actually. I know we were just in U- um Yemen, but I feel like there was another one that started with an S. Oh, Libya. No, I feel like it started with an S. I don't know. Um, Kenya is another one because we keep invading fucking countries. Okay. So. Yeah, like people. I've been hearing Japan, UK, Germany, Italy, Greece, basically Europe, Iceland, Sweden, Norway. Yeah. Denmark. Together, man. We don't like Europe, Western Europe. First world countries. I've been hearing them at the top of education. I've been hearing them at the top of renewable energy, healthcare. Um, some of them are democratic socialist countries. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought these are good measures. Yeah. Because GDP ain't everything. Like, we really need to stop with that shit. Oh, we make the most money. Oh, we make the most money. Oh. Do we? Do the citizens? So, when you want to compare America to other countries, don't, to see if we're actually number one, yeah, don't, look at first world countries that, who are doing better exactly. than us. Not other looking at the third world nah, countries. No, because so. obviously... We're first world, the third world. Why are you so you jump in levels? <laughs> Stay on the same level right here. We right and here. see who's doing better, so that way we can try to get better ourselves. Right. Stop. Stop. Oh, I don't want to be better, so let me push everybody else right. down. We are coming for the government. Right. And, and the people want you to take care of us. Represent. Represent what we want. And that being said, that leads us to our last point: mm. quality of life. Back to usnews.com, the number one country in the world for quality of life is Canada. The Canadian dream, baby. Number two, Sweden. Number three, Denmark. Number four, Norway. Number five, Switzerland. Number six, Finland. Number seven, Australia. Number eight, Netherlands. Number nine, New Zealand. And number 10, Germany. U.S. is not in the top 10 of best countries with the best quality of life. So what goes into quality of life? So number one is Canada. So they say economically stable. Well, there we go. That's one right there. How many people can afford a a $500 emergency? Not I. Not I. A good job market. I mean, I'm good, but how many people? I mean, how many? What we just had happen: people graduated from college and couldn't find jobs, or and had to go back to work in retail and food, or the fact that our shit's so unstable in terms of our our politics that at any moment, uh, eight hundred thousand federal workers could just stop working for two weeks. Um, affordable is low on here, but they do have that as an attribute to measure quality of life. Affordable. We know America is not affordable. Come on now. We in the Bay. Let's yeah. stop it. Safe. Mass shootings every fucking week. Yeah. Politically stable. You Trump. see what we're dealing with right now, right? Family friendly. What? Guaranteed family leave? Separating kids where? Oh. Well-developed public education system. We just addressed that. (laughs) Well-developed public health system. We just addressed that. Income equality. (laughs) 
We're trying to raise the minimum wage from what? $7? And 25 cents. That literally can't afford you uh, an apartment anywhere in, in this. I, I don't think this whole state. Nope. Like you can't. Um, I also found it interesting that Canada ranked number two in best country with citizenship. So I was wondering what attributes they um, use to measure citizenship. So they said respects property rights, mm. progressive, trustworthy, gender equality, well-distributed political power, mm. cares about the environment, oh. Oh. cares about human rights, it. Religious freedom. So you know. Look, we just not doing well. Y'all. We not doing. <laughs> We're just, not doing well. We need to get our shit together. I hope you take away from this episode that America is not doing well in comparison to first world developed, industrious, capitalist, and democratic socialist countries. Mm-hmm. But the corporations that own the government want to continue things the way they are because they make money off of us. Right. Again, the GDP keeps going up. So exactly. So we keep producing, we keep and that, it And that up. means the people have to take back their government. Right. Take back the people who are supposed to represent us and actually have them represent us. So get these people who don't give a shit but getting their pockets the lined out. from these companies out. Know who's in a congressional district from now on. Yes. Congressional. Yes, so that's Congress, the Senate, you know. Look at your local politicians, too. School board. But at the end of the day, when it comes to the president of the United States and the campaign for 2020, you need to look at the policies that are actually going to change the entire system System, and the track record that these people who say they're going to take on the system actually do it because they've been doing it. Right. No more fucking wishy-washy, like, Oh, I'm kind of for Medicare. This is bullshit going on like Medicare for all plus or some other bullshit. They're trying to like confuse people. Single payer, free all. universal health care. That's no, what we are shooting That's for. it. Bernie has the plan laid out already. I don't want to hear any other plan because he, he has it. Anything else is going to be a watered down shit. Because you weren't on this exactly. two year, three years ago when Bernie was about it. You called so him a radical. Compare us to other first world countries. I gave you the How list. How was it radical? They've had it for decades. Internationally, we're the crazy ones. So that's what I'm saying. Like You're looking at it from that scale of, again, either comparing us to third world countries or just saying, well, it's never been done here. We've been in this bubble and it's not healthy. Literally not healthy because we don't got health care. Exactly. So stop the bullshit. Let's actually get our shit together, especially in 2020 when it comes to these candidates that actually are saying the things that they need to say, but actually have their track record, like you were saying, mm-hmm. to back that shit up. So that when they're in office, we don't have to question their loyalty to their fucking policies. Mm-hmm. We can just go and have their back in supporting them. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about, oh shit, are you going to flake on this? Mm-hmm. Are you going? No, it's going to be all fucking hands on deck. Yeah. That's what we want, and that's what we need, a fucking political revolution. And that's what Bernie Sanders is about, political revolution. Because we cannot continue like this. The people of the United States of America cannot continue like this, especially those who are suffering at the hands of it. 
And I'm not sitting back and watching this shit no more. I'm getting active. Now I'm yeah, informing because people. now you're threatening the future of my children, oh, and I take issue with that. that. I'm with AOC on that. Like, we doing something. And until you have a plan, bitch. I'm the boss. Complaining without a plan. Shut your so that being said, I hope you have enjoyed It's So Real's first episode in our political series, America is Number One. We're number one! In incarceration. Don't forget. Prior prints are bullshit. Warren Drug, bullshit. Sorry. Had to pull out the last <laughs> So, you know, again, feel free to fact check all of this. Yeah. Let us know what we you think. We love that shit. Yeah. Talk to us. But, you know, the internet has allowed global communication. So they can't really hide anything from us anymore. Right. Cast out the bag. We are seeing through their propaganda. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to make sure that you see through it too. Yes. So thank you so much for listening to It's So Real with your girl, Rocky. And your boy, oh. I hope you have a beautiful Sunday. Please share, please subscribe, spread the word on this political revolution. All right, y'all. We out. Take care. Peace.